Hey, hey, it's your girl V with another episode and I am excited because today I have a guest and so I will not be talking to myself, which is good because I was starting to wonder about my mental health, <laughs> but I have my friend Deborah here with us today. Hello, hello. She's going to help me talk about a subject that both of us struggle with and it's a good thing. It's good to um, look at yourself and be able to admit that you have areas that you need to work on. So first of all, I want to talk about you, Deborah. your week. Um, how has it been or how was your week? And are you looking forward to anything? Well, my week, well, I could say work was so hectic. It was like just uh, fast paced, but I hope I was relaxed. Nothing much. Um, what am I looking for? Um, a vacation. I want to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's oh, something yeah. I want to do so bad. So I think that's it. I mean, no, nothing exciting. No. Uh, just chilled with you the other night, which is cool. Missed that. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, that was much needed. Too. Yes, it was. Because uh-huh. I love the, ch- the, the chatting, the talking, catching up. That was yeah. awesome. Right? Yeah, just low-key mm-hmm. hanging out with family and friends. It's always good. Exactly. And, um, and it wasn't planned. And I think sometimes when you don't plan stuff, it kind of turns out even better yeah it's the best yeah I love it yep and then you don't have that pressure too because sometimes I'll plan something and nobody can show up and then you get a little bit like well what the heck y'all can't even come hang (laughs) out with me for an hour like what's up (laughs) y'all yeah and when it's not planned well there's no pressure like that and people just show up and then it's like uh, okay, when are y'all gonna leave? No, I'm just I know, <laughs> I know. When you called, I was like already in pajamas. I had already taken my makeup off, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go. And I had to get re- redressed and everything. But I was like, hey, it was so worth it, though. It was yeah, fun. It was, and the food was good. My son did good. Yeah, it was real good. He's the grill master. Even though I ate already, I ate again. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it I was. was. Like, I'm not gonna eat that much, and I ended up eating like a couple of tacos because it was so good. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely. Yeah, so um, you said that you want to take a vacation, but you don't? No, I do. I actually do. But, well, we're, I'm supposed to go to Vegas, but then I don't know if that's going to go through. Um, because uh, my significant other, he's like, he was like, well, we should go. And then now he's like, maybe I just jumped the, the gun on that. I'm like, there's nothing wrong being spontaneous and just no, doing something yeah. random. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe he just, he's like, well, we still can try. And I was like, well... And then he thought about going to Windstar because once a gamble, and I was like, "Whoa, I don't care as long as I leave San Antonio." <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's good to get away. Um, I know for me too, I've been wanting to take time off, but with our workload, it's almost impossible to do that. Yeah, I'm able to do like a day here or there, you know, a day here, day there, or maybe do like a Friday off and take a Monday off. Like whenever we have holidays off, yes. like the Mondays off, I usually try to take the Friday off. But it just has not worked out because of work. The load has just been too much. I used to be that way. I used to always work. I still sometimes do worry about work that sometimes I can't sleep because I'm thinking about it. But then I'm starting to learn that it's still going to be there, like, no right. matter what. Like, no matter you have something planned. Because I, I case manage, right? Mm-hmm. So you're never, you have, like, a schedule and you have something planned, but it never goes that way. Yeah. So even if I want to take the time off, I come back and yeah, it's like probably double the load. But then I'm like, you know what? My vacation or wherever time that I was off was so worth it, anyways. Yeah, that's so. true. You're right. You're right. Well, I'm looking forward to November. I'm supposed to go to New York for a, a wedding 
that's it's awesome. A, it's an Indian wedding, so I'm like, yes, yes. I, I'm getting like the the dresses and everything. One for the ceremony, and then one for the reception. Yeah, that was awesome. And when you showed me the picture. Oh, I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, this is gonna be cold. Yeah, I'm not a cold person, but I'm gonna have fun. <laughs> you will. You will definitely have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be an experience. Yeah, my week has been good. I've been doing a lot of different things. Um, so I'm tired, y'all. Like, my knees are old. I don't have Megastellan knees, okay? <laughs> and last night, we did a stiletto dance class because it was my friend's birthday. And then we went to the bottom, and it was like, yeah, we're going to keep dropping it like it's hot at the bottom, too. Yeah, and then today, I'm like, oh, my knees <laughs> Like, somebody iced my knees. And oh then, you know, my calves are sore. And I wore some heels that I hadn't worn, you know, in a long time. They were, I mean, I did fine, but it's just been different. Like, because I had worked from home for so long, and it was like, actually wear heels it's like uh, true i'd rather not well at work we have to well we don't have to you can wear flats but like we have to uh represent like people like being presentable being professional Mm because we're trying to help people find work and you know so we have to represent how to go to an interview how to look you know how to be professional and it's like wow Okay, so we're going to have to talk about that another day, ma'am. Oh, yeah. To help people out. Give them um, interview tips and how to dress for success and things like that. Definitely. All right, cool. So we're going to talk about apologizing today. And we're going to talk on the spectrum of people that apologize too much. Now, we know that there are some people that can be stubborn and it's hard for them to admit that they're wrong and their defenses go up and they just will not they are so stubborn they will not admit that they messed up and a lot of times we just see them as that we see them as stubborn as they don't care and there might be underlying issues like maybe they're afraid of getting rejected if they apologize or Mm -hmm. admit that they're wrong and um, rejection seems to be a huge factor when it comes to things like that like asking you know apologizing to people or asking for forgiveness it it holds up a lot of people but what i want to talk about today is how our culture makes us feel like we have to apologize for everything like every single thing for whatever you believe why you make certain decisions it why you made the decision now and not two months from now how you use your time, how you use your money. If you do not meet their standards or you don't meet their needs or their wants, then they question like your decision and they make you feel like you have to apologize. For instance, doing self-care and doing what's best for you. Sometimes people make you feel bad for that. Like if you have to apologize, like I'm apologizing that I'm creating distance between you and myself because you always make me feel bad. You're always putting me down, laughing at me, and I don't like that. And then they make you feel bad for creating that distance. Like, well, what's up with you? Well, I'm trying to protect my mental health. I'm trying to protect my emotional well-being because I've been putting work into it. And now I'm realizing like this friendship is not good for me and I don't really want it. Right. And people make you feel bad for, you know, or make you feel like you have to apologize for that. But it's not just that. It's just everyday things. And sometimes I feel like, okay, for me, I don't realize that a lot of times I apologize for things that I really don't need to. 
you know? Right. And that happens a lot. Um, I think when you talked about culture that um, I think we were brought up that way because it's mm-hmm. part of me having manners. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so, you know, you say sorry for anything. Right. Even though it's something that you don't even have to be apologized for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. We do. Um, and then I know for us, and we'll talk about, like, growing up in a strict um, home, they didn't explain to you why. They just told you this is what you have to do because I said so. Right. And there was no explanation, you know. And so I was um, reading, and we talked about this, where we felt that women apologize more than men. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> and when I was talking about being stubborn earlier, it does seem like it's usually men that are more stubborn to, or, or you know, and not willing to apologize than women, you know? And, and so I'm wondering, do you think that women apologize more than men? No offense to the men, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There, there's actually, you know, data out there that says that men, that women apologize way more than men. And I thought it was because men are just so stubborn and they yeah. just don't want to swallow their pride or they just are machismo, whatever the case is. They just don't want to admit that they are wrong. But it was crazy what I found out. It was like, in actuality, men apologize as much as women do for anything that they feel that they wronged somebody. Like, they are able to acknowledge that they they did something wrong. Now, the reason why women apologize more than men, though, is because we apologize for everything. We're more um, empathetic. Mm -hmm. And so we are constantly saying things, like apologizing for every little thing. And so our threshold is lower than what men's threshold is. For them to say, like, this deserves an apology... If it's something serious, then yes, they will apologize. But if it's something that it's not really that big, they won't. They'll just keep on going. It's not a big deal. Yeah, there's no need to apologize for mm-hmm. everything. But for us, we want to apologize for everything. Yeah, I'm thing. guilty of that everything. so much. Yeah. You know, and like one of those things is like, and I know I have felt like that where I forget to respond to a text message uh, or call somebody back and it's because I'm busy or I forgot to press send for the text and then I'm there like I'm so sorry I didn't text you you know mm-hmm. and it's like it's just a text like chill out but right. I feel so guilty so bad for not texting them back right away right I think um for me like I for like when I apologize I apologize for same thing like if I didn't text right away I'm like oh I'm so sorry or Um, I didn't reply right away or, you know, but that's something you can't control. Like you said, it's sometimes you forget to send the text. I mean, it's not really something that you need to apologize, Mm -hmm. but we tend to do that. We're so guilty of it. So, I mean, it's just habit, I think. Yeah, I agree. It is habit because we are taught that, um, you know, it's the right thing to do is apologize. And then also, you know, for men to give men uh, credit, it, it might not have anything to do with them being stubborn. It could just be that they have a different idea of what constitutes uh, something that's worth apologizing for. Right. So it's just different. It's just that they don't see the need 
or feel guilty to yeah. apologize for every little thing like we do. Yeah, we're so, we're, we're the yeah. ones that say sorry so much. Yeah, we need to stop doing that. Because Definitely. There are a lot of things that come with that when we apologize for every little thing. Let's just talk about the, the common traits of people that say sorry too much, you know, and, and there are people and there are instances. And I feel like I've had a time in my life where I was apologizing for everything and there was a reason for it. And as I read these traits, it makes sense, you know? So one of the reasons is, uh, people who care a lot. So if you have a lot of compassion and you care about the feelings and preferences of others, and you find yourself apologizing, or let's say you feel like you hurt their feelings and it really, you, you didn't do anything wrong, but you have that compassion and you just want everybody to feel okay. That's so me. That is so <laughs> me right there. Um, I definitely uh, feel that way because I'm very, a very uh, compassionate person. Um, so say like um, maybe my friend's upset with me or my significant other's upset with me. I don't like the situation to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to give in and say, well, I'm sorry. And even though it may not be my fault or um, you just want things to be settled and taken care of, you mm-hmm. just, you know, want everything fine. And it's that's kind of kind of led to the one of the episodes you talked about being like being a people pleaser. And yeah. I think that that's something that I am I'm guilty of it. So. I'm starting to learn, um, just the other day I started thinking about, I'm like, you know, I can't be doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, some, this is not my fault. This is not, I have nothing to do with that. Right. And I'm still learning to think that way. Like, no, you know, I'm not going to say I'm sorry. You know, it's not my fault. Mm -hmm. It's out of my control. Right. But that's the thing. You want everything good. You want everything like, okay, you Mm -hmm. know, all my friends are good. We're not in any kind of, um, uh, misunderstanding, Mm -hmm. anything like that. But it, you know, it can't always be that way. You know, right. you, you know, some friends, like I have one friend that things are not settled, but I can't do anything about it. And I don't have to explain myself to right. that person. So I'm just going to leave it that way because I have to learn that there's no need for me to be sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Yeah. The, and that's one of the ones too, a big one. And it, you know, some of these overlap with each other, but agreeability is one of those yeah, where okay. just to keep the peace and prevent conflict, then I'm just going to apologize because that's going to make you feel better. Right. I'm going to apologize. Right. It's cool. I can handle it. Like, and it, and it has been that case for me a lot of times, the agreeability, where there really was not a need for me to apologize, but because I just wanted the fight to be over. I didn't want to deal with it, and I felt like it was not that big of a deal, right. and I can live with it. It was like, you know what? I'm sorry. Right. You know. But I have learned, though, to... Not just say, I'm sorry I made you feel like this. No, I'm sorry that these words came off like this, you know. But at the same time, though, too, what I'm learning is conflict is not a bad thing. We treat conflict like it's a bad word. But the thing that we need to realize is when conflict comes up, that's an opportunity for you to have a discussion with someone. That's an opportunity to see what that person truly thinks of you, how they value you as well. Because when you face that conflict and you're talking to them, Mm -hmm. how they respond to you tells you a lot. Like if I say, hey, Deborah, you know, I was kind of feeling left out. Like you really aren't my friend because you haven't, you know, messaged me in like three days. Right. And then you turn around and be like, hey, well, you haven't messaged me in three days either. 
It's like, okay. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like, true. But that's why I always check up on you because I know that you're busy with school, work, and then, of course, the podcast. And I'm like, this girl's so busy, but I need to go check on her because I want to see if she's still alive. Yeah, no, but, but, you know, the point is that there's no reason for you to, you know, apologize. Like, if I want to talk to you, then I should initiate the conversation instead of making you feel guilty for not messaging me. And the thing is that then we can have a conversation, though. Like, that conversation can go in different ways. Like, if somebody tells me, hey, I don't like that we don't talk that much. They're not attacking me. They're saying what they don't like. They, or they're expressing a desire to have more time with me or more conversation with me. And I also have to learn to engage in that conversation and explain you know, or, or say, Hey, like I have this time. Does that work with your schedule? You know, and just having that conversation, I have a friend that it feels like we get on each other's nerves all the time, but we are always getting on each other's nerves. But what I love about our friendship is that we have conversations. We talk about the stuff that honestly sometimes makes me feel uncomfortable because I, I would rather just agree with him and be okay just to prevent conflict and have peace. And it's one of those things like, no. And then and then I'm learning though at the same time, even though he sometimes gets on my nerves, but he's able to express what he's feeling and what his needs are or wants are. And it also gives me permission to be able to express mine as well because it's a safe place because it doesn't turn back around and be like, you don't need that. That don't matter. You know, it's one of those like, okay, I hear you. I see what you're saying, you know? So having that conversation and that conflict um, has helped build up the relationship, the friendship, you know? Yeah, I I can say, um, I think there's been times where like, I have a friend that says something, opinion about somebody else. And I'm like, it's not right. Like, but I, I don't want to say anything because I'm, I'm like, well, I'm sorry I said that because I'm afraid conflict's going to happen. Right. And then I'm going to say sorry because I already know that's how I am. Mm-hmm. So I just don't say anything. I just don't want conflict. And, and it goes back to what I said. I want to please everybody. And right. I just need to speak my mind and just say what I got to say and not having to say sorry, yeah. you know, because then I hold everything inside and it's right. like, then you're just going to burst one day mm-hmm. and you yeah. don't want that. That's yeah. not healthy. That is very true. <laughs> like, We've done that too many times. And, and that one too, it goes with the, one of the other traits is, um, submissiveness in a relationship. So sometimes people are prone to saying sorry or sorry to their partner or, and, and honestly relationships, it can be friendships. It can be with your family members, but you sometimes have people that are just so strong-willed and you apologize but when you're apologizing, you're sending a message that your own boundaries and your and your own needs don't matter. You become so submissive to that relationship, that friendship. Like in that case, like if you have a friend that talks about another friend, you know, like for me, if I have two friends that aren't getting along and they're talking about each other, I'll be like, I'll li- I mean, I'll listen, to, I'll listen to, okay, what happened? Okay, cool. Got you. And then I'll ask questions. Well, did you tell her you feel that way? Did you tell her that when she did this, it made you feel like that? You know, or, and and sometimes they're like, well, I don't want to talk to her anymore. I'm like, okay, well, then don't talk to her anymore. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you bash, you know, that person. You don't want to have to hear it because that's still your friend. Yeah. And have that respect that you don't want to hear that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're that other person's friend, that wouldn't be right. Yeah. 
so that's one of the things is like when you're in any type of relationship friendship whatever the case is you have to be able to express your needs and your boundaries and that is something that i am going through myself i think because like you said you always say sorry so like my significant other i always say sorry because i don't want to have any conflict but he gets upset with me because you don't have to say sorry you know you need to say what you feel and what you think and um he says you just say it so much so like I talked to him earlier, and he goes, what are y'all going to talk about? I go, about over-apologizing. And he's like, that is so you. And he goes, I'm like, oh, God. I was like, okay, yeah. And I said, I guess that's why I'm good for this podcast, right, this episode. And he's like, yeah. And I started laughing. I said, well, it's true. You know, I have to, like, an example, say something happened to him that day. He didn't have a good day. Or, mm-hmm. like, say his car broke down one time. Right. and Or it did, we thought it broke down. But I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like. For what? And I'm like, well, because you're having a bad day or whatever. He goes, there's no, it's not your fault. You didn't, you know, and that's exactly like mm-hmm. being submissive, you know, like, okay, yeah. you know. Or apologizing for something that Too you had much. no control over. Right. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. And that's the thing with this, you know, this topic is learning to apologize when it's appropriate. Right. Not just for every little thing. And so me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> me too. Me too. Because I told you like. I was thinking about um, that bike ride that I went on. Right. So I went on a bike ride, and I'm riding my bike, minding my own business, and if anybody knows me, they know my bike rides are, like, my time to meditate. I clear my mind. I have my music on, but more than anything, I'm taking in the... Because where I ride my bike, I ride it in the trails, so there are lots of trees. There, there are deer out there, and there are some people as well. But it's crazy because when I'm riding my bike, like, I pay attention. I have to pay attention so I don't run over people, you know, but... (laughs) Yeah, you don't want that to happen. (laughs) And, of course, you know, my surroundings. Like, I have my music playing on my phone. I don't wear headphones because I got to be aware of my surroundings. But that's my time. So I get in the zone, and I'm just riding my bike, minding my own business. And, you know, I have learned to take some turns, some curves a little bit slower because there might be people... And there's just so many different things that can happen. There could be a dog on a leash, but he's on my side of the road. A kid, you know, people let their kids run all crazy on the trail. And the thing is that we're on our bikes. Some of us are going 15 miles an hour. Not me, but other people. And that's fast. I can't go with 15 miles an hour. <laughs> but, but that's the max that you're supposed to go on the trail. But I know some of them clearly can do at least 15 miles an hour. I, I think I average like maybe 12 miles an hour or something like that. Anyways, regardless, <laughs> now I'm getting off topic. So I'm taking a curve and there were some people that I passed up on the trail, but they were actually on the opposite side, but they were walking in the same direction. So they were on the left side of the road and you're supposed to stay on the right side because that's the rule. You stay on the right side because... That way you stay out of the way and, you know, you, you, you're safer. So anyways, I pass them up. I get to a curve and I'm going a pretty good speed, but not super fast because I'm going uphill. So then these other two bike riders are coming down in the opposite direction and he's taking that curve a little bit fast. So he's kind of going in towards my lane a little bit towards my side. And then he sees those people that were behind me, like cross over and he I guess he panicked and he like pressed his brakes and he flipped over like his 
bike went all crazy. He flipped over, ended up on my side of the road, and I almost ran over him, so I had to turn my bike into the grass, and at least it was clear, and there was no rock or anything, so I didn't fall, but he fell so bad. Like, it looked bad, and I'd fallen before, but I tucked and rolled, man. I was like, tuck and roll. <laughs> like, uh-uh. He didn't. He, like, fell, like, on his hands. Wow. So when he got up, I was like, are you okay? You know, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I don't even know why I said I'm so sorry. It was not my fault that he took the curve fast. Right. It was not my fault that those people were crossing the path. I was clearly in my lane, minding my own business, enjoying <laughs> my ride. And he just put me in, like, this, like, oh, my God, what just happened? And I'm like, are you okay? Like... And I don't care. I wear my I wear my helmet when I ride my bike. I'm I might look funny, but I'm keeping this brain safe, okay? Oh yeah. So, but I I apologize now that I think about it. I apologize to him for like three times. Like I'm so sorry you fell. Are you okay? Oh my gosh, your hand. Like, and then when he gets up and he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, I look at his hands and they were all scraped up, right? And I said, are you sure? Oh my goodness. And he goes. He looks at his hands and then he's like, oh, I guess I'm not okay. And his friend's like, yeah, our bike ride's over. That's it. (laughs) And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you hurt yourself. And then I'm like, okay, well, he has his friend. I take off. But then I still felt bad after I left. I was like, poor guy. But then when I got home, I was like, what the hell was I apologizing for? I, I didn't was, make him fall. I know. I was just going to say that. I'm like, why did you say sorry? Like, Well, the example, too, like, say you go to a, uh, a grocery store, right? Yeah. And say, like, something happens and you delay the line, right? Or somebody delays the line, the grocery store. And then instead of saying, instead of the person that works there says, oh, I'm sorry for, you know, whatever. It's the customer that tells the other <laughs> customer, I'm so sorry for taking so long. And I'm like, really? And so that's a perfect example as well. Yeah. Like, you're saying sorry to, to somebody else. Something that's out it's of your not, control. Exactly. Yeah. Another example. Like, so it's not my fault that the credit card machine just stopped working. Right. <laughs> and I don't got cash on me. Right. Who carries cash now? Nobody. <laughs> a there. check? I saw somebody write a check the other day. I was like, what? They still do that? Yes. Oh my God. <clears throat> I was like, y'all still take checks? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Okay, so one of the other traits is a lack of confidence in making your own judgment. When somebody over-apologizes, these are some of the traits that they may have. So you're quick to apologize and assume that you're wrong whenever, like, let's say somebody doesn't agree with what you're saying or your decision, like, you question yourself. So that's one of the things. They have no confidence in their own judgment. And they're always looking for somebody to say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the right decision. It's kind of like you want some kind of... um, Affirmation. Affirmation, yeah, and that is, like... That's why I think I become so indecisive, like, okay, you know, it's like you want that confirmation, like, oh, yeah, you agree with me. Or the yeah. approval. Yes, and it's like, and that's the way that I am, like, you know, I can say something of what I think or whatever, and the person has their own opinion, but you're like, doesn't agree with you, and you're like, well, Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong, or maybe I... Maybe I should change what I, you know, mm-hmm. the situation or change what I think. Mm-hmm. And that's not right because it's it's your thoughts. It's your opinion. Right. So, yes. you know, you should be able to express what you feel. Exactly. And be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Confidence is confidence is key in everything that you do. I, I think women in general, they lack confidence. I think not completely, mm-hmm. but uh, at some, some lack confidence, which I mean, and I think that's becoming the norm sometimes you know yeah. so and that's you know I know many women you know struggle with that and that myself personally but I mean 
we got to fight through that. Like, right. you know, we, we are confident women. We are worthy uh, of something, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, again, why do we have to apologize? Right, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that a lot of men and women, but I feel like we're able to see it more in right. women. And maybe because we deal more with women. Well, I know I do. Yeah. But in in having friendships with men, you know, I've met like a lot of, of great men. And, and then also just in this journey that I've been going through, I have been realizing that men have feelings and they have gone through stuff as well. And some of them do lack confidence. And it's crazy because... That's one of the biggest things that can make you an, an unattractive person or someone that people don't really want to be around is when you lack confidence. Right. I'm starting to see that uh, men are coming out more, uh, you know, lacking that confidence or mm-hmm. being very apologetic um, as to where a long time ago that that didn't even really exist, even right. though they probably did feel that way. But like you said earlier, well, earlier that it was their machismo you mm-hmm. know and that's a culture that you and I grew up with mm-hmm. and I think you know now you know it's not you know it is that still exists but it's I think for most men now it's becoming to be more open exactly like you said they go through things or mm-hmm. and I've met men that are uh, like our co-workers or people that right. have been walked all over and I'm like by women and I'm like yeah. wow and I'm like it's crazy yeah and it's mm-hmm. and it's happening more I mean and I'm like really like Mm -hmm. that happened to you and like you know it's like you're so used to it being the other way right the men are not sorry and the women are more but Mm -hmm. no that's not happening anymore so it's different now yeah and it's because too a lot of people are choosing to stay stuck in that pain like okay this happened to me and that's men and women because i've met some men that are like i'm not gonna give you a chance this is all you get because the last relationship I was in, you know, she pulled this number on me, blah, blah, blah. And they're traumatized. Like, I don't even need to hear their whole story. I can just tell by the way that they're acting or they're expressing what they want, whatever. Okay, cool. Got you. As yeah. long as they're asking with me, that's cool. But I can see that. You know what I mean? But I've also seen women and been there myself where it was like, men ain't crap. Right. And so guess what? I'm not going to let you in. I'm not going to let you treat, treat me however you want. And the defenses were up when there was no reason to be. The right. guy was like, hey, I just wanted to take you out. Like, Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like uh, I just want to hang like, out. Yeah, You look like you want to fight me. And I was just trying to take you on a date. Yo, like what? Yes. Oh, like I, I would say this. Like I like I was in a previous relationship before. And yeah, that's what he told me. It's like it's one, you know, I give you one chance and that's it. And I'm like, what? You know, so. And so I know that some men can be that way. Mm-hmm. And um, women, like, I think for women, they've gone through so much. And like you said, they pulled this, uh, they put this wall up. And then men are like, oh, you're so, um, you have these high standards or you're just, you know, you're too much or you're like bougie or whatever they say. And it's like, not really bougie, but like. Um, high maintenance? Yeah, or? high maintenance, okay. exactly. And so that's what they think of these women, but it's not that. Women have been through so much already that they've already set their standards. Right. And men are the same way, too, because yes. they've gotten hurt themselves, and so they set these standards. So there's nothing wrong with that. They're just trying to, you know, look out for themselves, mm-hmm. which we should be because, right. I mean, we take care of ourselves. It's all mm-hmm. about self-care and taking care of ourselves and, you know, being honest with each, yes. with ourselves. So, I mean, 
I mean, that's uh, that's right. what I've been told. I'm like, oh, you have these high standards. And I'm like, no, it's just not going to put up with these certain things. Right. Because I've been through that already. Exactly. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So, but there's got to, whoever it is that's saying, oh, you know, you have these high standards, you just got to understand where they're coming from. Right. They don't got to tell you their story, but you just got, you just got to get an idea that the, this woman or this man has mm-hmm. gone through something. Exactly. And if it's not, if it's not, it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Right. And that's Okay. Like, move on then, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. Because I've seen that. I've seen where women will try to bring to life something that is just dead. Like, he already made it clear to you. Yeah. And that's not what you're looking for. Why are you going to settle for what he's offering when that's not what you're looking for? Exactly. And it's like, well, maybe he'll change his mind. And you're not going to okay. be happy in that situation. Right. You're going to be waiting for something that may never happen. Right. So, Yeah. So then, anyways, another trait. We're getting into another <laughs> oh my girl. God, you know. We can talk about relationships all day. Exactly. So um, another thing, and this is one that for sure both of us can relate to, is having a strict background. Like if you were raised in an authoritarian um, home, you know, it was like you were, you had that fear of discipline, and so that. It says on here, makes you trigger happy with apologies. He's like, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, don't whoop my ass. I'm sorry. Exactly, (laughs) yes. Oh, yeah, that was so my parents. Like, I mean, my parents are not bad. They were so, I was raised by very good parents. But, man, were they strict? I mean, and, you know, if I did something wrong, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because you don't want to get, you know, hit or anything. And so you're like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I remember um, getting in trouble and... Um, my mom's, you wait till your dad gets home because he's going to whoop you, you know, with the belt. And I'm like, dang. And then so I hear him coming home. Like, I hide under my bed. Like, that's going to make a difference. He's going to be like, he's, he's going to be able to pull me out. He's, he's a stronger man. He's mm-hmm. bigger than me. Come on now. But yeah, I remember doing that one time. That's too funny. I know. Girl, I used to, because my grandma, you know, my grandma raised me. I think I've shared that um, before. And so I don't want to say I was a bad kid, but I would get into stuff. <laughs> At first, I was the only kid, and then my five cousins came to live with us, and they I would get in trouble for them, too. But prior to them going, it was just me, and I would just play with my friends outside in the back or whatever in, in the yard. Like, she wouldn't let me go far. It was just, like, in our yard that we could play. And we lived in the projects, so it's not like you had, like, a fence around your yard. Oh, no. Like, your yard was, like, that whole building is your yard, you know? <laughs> and so, anyways... Um, I would get in trouble, and so I would run, because I ran, I, I'm, for being a short little Mexican, I can run pretty <laughs> fast, yeah. yeah, so I would run into the restroom when I knew she was going to spank me, and, um, is it good, your sound? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I would run into the restroom, and lock the door, and she would be like, you better open the door, and she would be cussing at me in Spanish, like, picha guarita, abre la puerta, like, she would be <laughs> so pissed at me. And we had a window, like a, it was a small window. I had to like climb onto the tub to be able to like look out the window and I would see my friends out there. I'd be like, I'll be outside in a little bit when my grandma's not mad no more. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my God. But she would still get me when I got out of the restroom. Well, you're trapped. Hello. How other way you're going to get out? Come on now. I couldn't get out of that window because it was a tiny little window and I had to just climb up the the tub to even be able to just look out the window and it was tiny i was a fat little kid there was no way i was gonna get (laughs) i didn't know that but okay (laughs) i did not fit no so i couldn't yeah you're right i was trapped so (laughs) but yeah that's one of the things that does make you feel um or or you create that 
you know, that you were trigger happy with apologies. And it's crazy because I was um, talking to my daughter, I think it was yesterday. And yeah, it was yesterday. So, you know, my granddaughter lives with me, my daughter, my granddaughter. And, and so, or my granddaughter and her parents live with me yeah, right, for right now. For, right? Yeah. Cause you know, she's my baby. And so she, um, was trying to touch my calendar and she touched it and it fell down and she looked at me and I said, um, it fell down. I said, Oh, it fell down. And she looked at me like she did something wrong. She was like, oh, like she had this face like girl and trust me my daughter and, and okay so her parents don't like they they'll get after her now they're starting to see like okay she understands so they'll get after her but it's not like anybody's spanking her butt like she's only like what 14 15 months or something you know right but still she's understanding that little girl's smart and so i saw her reaction and it's crazy because I was raised differently. Like my kids, they saw that strict side of me. Right. And so they did, like, if they spilled milk, it was like, you know, I'd get pissed (laughs) off because that's how it was for me. You know, I would get pissed off and it's like, dude, it was an accident. You just spilled the milk. It's not like your kid poured the freaking milk out. Yeah. It was an accident, you know? And I remember being hard, especially on my son, because I was a lot younger when I had him. Right. So I was so hard on my baby. Like, sorry, son, I love you. And and so I see the difference with now where I like now I'm able to teach my daughter and tell her like, hey, I noticed that she did this when she dropped the little calendar. And she was like, she really was like, she looked like she did something so bad. And then she just like, kind of like like wanted to get away. Like she just didn't know what to do with herself. And I was like, okay, that's crazy. And so I just told her, like, she looked like she got kind of anxious. And so I just got her and I hugged, I put her close to me and I said, it's okay. It's an accident. We can just pick it up, mama. It's okay. And she was like, you know, she kind of calmed down a little bit. And I told her like, for stuff that is an accident, we're going to have to teach her not to panic like that. Like, it's okay. You're all right. We can fix it, you know. I think that she's like that with you. I, I don't. So? Yeah, I think she's like that with you because I think when it comes to her mama, she's like, oh, whatever, you yeah. know. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. Yeah, True. like yeah. she's like that, and I think she has. It's not the. I don't. I can't say it's the respect, or maybe it is. I don't know, but maybe she can sense that you come from that kind of. True. You know, background, and that's how you raise. Yeah. You. I don't know. It's just something about yeah, you. Maybe true. she can see. You know. You're right. Because I do get on her. Like when she does do stuff because, and then I'm, I'm learning not to say no all the time. And it's crazy because I've raised two kids and they tell me I'm a great mom. They love me. Thank you, Jesus, for that grace. Because I know I made so many mistakes. You know, I'm like, there were times where I felt like I suck as a mom and, you know, and then my kids are over here like praising me and it makes me feel good, you know, that, that my kids tell me that because I'm so hard on myself. And that's one of the problems that I'm so hard on myself. But it's crazy to see how I'm having to learn stuff. Like, I'll look up stuff like, okay, how to discipline a 16-month-old baby. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, trying to learn this stuff because of my grandson also, he's little. And so I want I want to be a fun grandma. I want to be, you know, like... Let's go to grandma's house. She gives us ice cream, whatever we want, kind of. <laughs> That's me right now. But at the same time, have some discipline where, 
Like there are certain, if, if their parents ask for certain things and they expect certain things, then I have to honor that and respect that, you know, even though like it was always like, I don't care. I'm mom. I say, you know, I don't care. I'm your, I'm the boss of your dad. Right. You know, like I tell my granddaughters, <laughs> I'm the boss of your dad. Yeah. But at the end of the day though, I do have to respect what my children want for their children. Exactly. You know, um, with certain things, you know, with, mm-hmm. like things like that, where they're just trying to teach them to behave a certain way. Okay. I get that like respect and stuff like that. I understand that. Like, I won't take that away, but I also, um, remember, um, Oh, so I'm learning, like, don't say no for everything. Right. Like if she throws something like, no, don't do that. And no, don't No, Instead it's, uh, let's not throw grandma's hairspray across the room. Like (laughs) that sounds ridiculous, but she gets all my stuff. And then when I tell her, Hey, give me that. She'll just throw it. Okay. She's that's my how I that's how I give it to you, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. No, she'll throw it and run like oh Aww. and I'm like, oh no ma'am, we're not doing this. Oh my god. <laughs> so you're right, she probably does know that. Even though she loves to spend time with me, she knows I'm gonna get on her and I'll tell her, like, I don't care. Like I if I'm like, if you hit me, I'm gonna hit you back, girl. I'm not playing, I don't care. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. So um but yeah, I I also the other thing is um the apologizing and stuff. Um, I remember one time um, my my granddaughter was kind of upset. My older grand, one of my older granddaughters was upset, and I think they had gotten after her, or whatever. And so she didn't want to hug me. And so my son, like, was and 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 my daughter in law were like, "Hey, you need to hug your Lita. What's wrong with you? You know." And I was like, "Yeah, I wanted a hug, but I understood that she was upset." And then, and then I remember, I don't remember one of them was said, you better apologize to her that, you know, that they didn't want to, that she didn't want to hug me. And I was like, no, 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 it's okay. She's practicing her boundaries. She's, yeah. a, she's upset right now. Girl, the old me, like if my kids were like, I'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. I didn't teach you to be disrespectful. You better, you know what I mean? But it's just crazy. Just the growth that has happened for me, but I'm also able to pass it on to my children and my grandchildren. So it's amazing. Like, it's worth putting in the work into yourself. Right. Like, I just love that. So the strict background, y'all, it's, it's hard to find a balance. Well, yeah, you know, when you mentioned grandkids, I was like, my granddaughter, shoot, she walks all over me. It's not even funny. Hey. I, I allow it, too. I'm so guilty of it. Yeah. And then um, I remember one time she wanted something, and I actually told her no, because I was like, no, I got to stop, Uh-oh. you know, letting her walk all over me. <laughs> so I said, no. She goes, you know what, Mama? If you don't let me, I'm not going to be your friend. Uh, oh, what? who said we were friends to begin with girl <laughs> what are you talking about and I was like uh uh-uh. uh and then the other day she was like um, she was uh, grounded she couldn't watch YouTube because this little girl said she's going to be a gamer she's only 7 she's uh-huh. going to be a gamer I'm like okay <laughs> and then her mom's like oh as long as she brings money and then okay right. you know I'm like okay exactly. so it's funny because she's like mama can I watch YouTube I said no your mom told when she dropped you off, she said, you're grounded. You can't watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay. And so she started watching some kind of anime stuff. I'm like, you watch this? You're only seven? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose. Like, you might as well let her watch YouTube if you're watching. I, I, the anime was kind of mature. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, there was nothing inappropriate or anything. But I was like, you watch this? And she's like, yeah. And I, I don't know. So 
You know, yeah. she's just, you know, but that's the thing. Like, she just wants, she's trying to pull that on me. Like, Mama, can I watch YouTube? I was like, no. And then she's like, if you don't let me, then you're not going to be my friend. I'm like, what? I said, oh, girl, we're not friends I'm to not, begin with. I'm not friends with broke people anyway. You ain't got no money, girl. Exactly. Until you make some money, then okay, we can talk. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's something else. I'm telling you. All right. So then the final trait that's listed on here is anxiety. Um, you'll see that they have anxiety. They feel like um, a situation or relationship is going to go awry and so they continue to apologize and apologize and I remember being in that place I think maybe a lot of people have maybe not I don't know but I know that I have and I remember when I had gone through my last divorce and the whole situation that went down with that I was apologizing for everything because I was so scared of what was going to happen. I was scared of the future and blaming myself or whenever he got upset. And it was just a, a crazy situation. But I remember having that anxiety. And that anxiety, the, the only thing I just would come out of my mouth is just, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. You know, and it was like, now I think about it, I'm like, Shh, I ain't sorry, what? For what? I know. <laughs> like, exactly. I didn't do anything. Wait a minute. I'm not the one that was in the wrong here, you know? Exactly. I think for me, like, the last, uh, well, my divorce, too. So I was, um, I've suffered anxiety so much, and I kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm like, no, we were both at fault. You know, yeah. why am I the only one saying sorry, right. you know? Yeah. So I was like, mm, this is not happening. But, you know, eventually that went away, but you know, I had to realize, like, no, it's not my fault, you know, it's mm-hmm. not just me, so it yeah. takes two for this relationship, so, yes, every, no, every it, relationship, exactly, so, and then, um, like, we were talking about, um, like, friends and stuff, trying to please them, that happened to me one time, with that friend that I'm not, yeah. like, you know, we, I, I don't know what the situation is right now, but, um, like, that person called, and I was, like, I didn't realize the phone rang because it was on vibrate or like mm-hmm. silent and then I looked at my phone and noticed that that person called and our anxiety just like it just kicked in it kicked in and I'm like I haven't felt like that in so long but I think because I want to please that person too but mm-hmm. I'm like for what and so yeah. I'm like I just forgot about it but yeah I get what you're saying that yeah. anxiety so yeah trying to please somebody or trying to say you're sorry you know just because you like you said we, we said before we want things to be calm we want things to be good you know right. we don't want any conflict with any of our friends or family right so. it's you're in a tough situation when you're making a decision that you want and is good for you and you have l- looked at the whole picture and made a decision and this is a decision that you're making this is a desire of your heart this is what you want right and when you have someone that you love that is telling you no that is not it and they put an ultimatum on you it does give you anxiety it does make you feel bad because then you're having to pick between the friendship and what you truly want right that's true and that's a tough place to be in. It is a very tough place, but I honestly think you need to follow your own heart or follow what you believe or feel because, you know, you're the one that's going to be happy. It's your life. But, yeah, it's hard, you know, because, you know, you want to keep that friendship. You want right. to stay, you know, close to them and, you know, spend that time with them. But, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you're going to lose friends if um, along the way. So, yes. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yep, and the more you start 
paying attention to yourself and caring about yourself and making decisions that are good for you, the there are some people that are going to drop off. Yeah, they're going to drop off and you're going to know, you know, I didn't need that friendship or there's some even relationships or friendships that are toxic. Yes. And you don't need that, you know, because it's not healthy for you. It's no. not good for you at all. And when you make those changes and you think about yourself and the self-care and what you need in your life, yes. then you're going to notice those friendships, you know, they drop and they're those, and you'll notice toxic relationships and those will drop too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because if you don't feed it, it just, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's gone. Yeah. So it's not always a bad thing to apologize, you know. Um, there are some things that merit apologies. There are some things that you have done that, yes, you should apologize for, but not everything. Not everything. And if you're constantly apologizing for every single thing, that has so many effects on you. It, ha- it affects how people see you, but not only that, it affects how you see yourself. Because you're treating yourself a certain way. Like we talked about, you lack that confidence of trusting your own judgment. Right. Well, that's going to bring on low Mm self-esteem. You're less worthy. You feel less worthy of yourself. And the anxiety and the Mm -hmm. fear of making a mistake and wanting to be a perfectionist. Yes, that's another thing. And that's one thing that um, I would do, like, if I made an error at work and I'm, like, so hard on myself. I don't know if I'm a perfectionist, but I guess I am because I want to do everything right, especially at work. And then I, like I say, make an error or something, and I tell my boss, oh, I did this, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And that's another thing. Why do I have to say sorry? It happens. Like, you're going to make errors. You're yeah. going to make, you know, it's, your work is never going to be perfect or your relationships are not going to be perfect. Right. There's ups and downs and, and everything. So, um but that's another thing, and I, I'm like, am I a perfectionist? Am I really? And I kind of question that sometimes. I mm-hmm. think sometimes I am, and sometimes I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I might be in between that, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. But that's exactly right. If mm-hmm. you want to be a perfectionist, you know, yeah, you tend to apologize. So yeah, like doing this podcast is uh, has challenged that. Right. Has challenged that people pleasing, people pleasing, perfectionist. Um, trait right where it's like if you continue to want to please everybody and try to make it perfect then you're not dropping any episodes at all because it's no. not gonna, not one single episode is perfect <laughs> nope and there are times where i had to just say dude it's freaking one in the morning i gotta wake up for work in the morning i'm dropping it how it is <laughs> yeah but you know but that's okay because like it's it's just it is what it is it's raw it's yeah. it's it's truth you know you're just being yourself yeah. and that's that i think that's what makes it even better yeah yeah you have mistakes there are you stutter or you say like yeah. the word you were saying um a lot remember yeah. when you were saying so, that oh my god so <laughs> so that happens a lot and uh but hey, and, and i, I re- just said it <laughs> i replaced um with and so and so there's always <laughs> like, gonna be it. a word there's always gonna be a word <laughs> you say like it i'm guilty of it but i can't think of the word that i say all the time but you know it's it's like that. Like, it's not going to be perfect. You want it to be raw because right. you want people to know, hey, I'm real. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. So we teach people. Okay. So one of the things we're talking about, we're taught that it's the right thing to do. Right. So one of the things, though, is saying sorry just to be nice or to show people you care. It doesn't mean that they're going to think you're a nice and caring person. No. It doesn't change what people no. think about you. Right. Sometimes it makes things worse. And so one of the things, though, that it says is you put yourself in a position where you 
give a certain kind of person permission to mistreat you or even abuse you because we know not everybody's like this but there are some people out there that pick up on your weaknesses mm -hmm. and they'll pick up on that lack of confidence they'll pick up on the hmm, she looks like the type of person that submits to whoever she's with in a relationship right she looks like the type of person that lacks confidence in her own judgment and they will take advantage of you and you know come after you just because that's the type of person that they are because they want what's for them they really don't care about what's for you right just like you're saying about abusive relationships there's so many examples of that it's like um say that you're in an abusive relationship and the, per the victim is always saying i'm sorry i'm sorry mm -hmm. and they're like they still abuse you because they see that you're saying sorry that's just a, a sign of weakness you know mm -hmm. so they keep abusing that exactly you know and they're like yeah and like you said it's about them and not about the other person yes so. exactly and that is true because they do see you they will lose respect for you that's the other thing that happens you're apologizing constantly their people will lose respect for you right they will not respect your word they will not respect your decisions they won't respect anything that comes from you at all right that's true so um also the other thing there are some people that apologize for every single little thing and so if you're constantly apologizing for things that really don't merit an apology when you start apologizing for the bigger things, it's really not gonna matter to mm -mm. some people because they're gonna be like, nobody so and so apologizes for everything, so it don't matter. What difference does it make? Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not gonna carry any weight. Your right. apology's not gonna carry any weight. And then the other thing too, well, that's like totally another subject, but there are people that apologize and they don't mean it and they continue in the same behavior, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like let's say you're constantly apologizing for things that really aren't a big deal and then you don't like really make a change or anything you continue to do those behaviors like nobody's going to care about your apology it don't mean anything you know that's true so but the other thing is it can be annoying so let's talk about people on the other side oh god yes. <laughs> People on the other side that have to deal with this person that's constantly apologizing. Huh. How do you think that they feel? God, they get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm the person that says, you know, sorry. Not to be old because I'm just saying sorry to be nice, you know, because I'm, uh, you know, I'm empathetic, right? Yeah. So, you know, and that gets on my significant other's nerve. He's like, Oh, like he gets annoyed. He's like, "Will you stop already?" And I'm like, "Okay, you know." Yeah. But it's like I'm not, and I'll tell him I'm like I'm just trying to say this and this and that. And he's like, "But it's not your fault, you know." So what's the? And I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. Okay." Yeah. But yeah, they get annoyed and they're like, they get frustrated and they just get turned off. It's yes. just like, yeah, you know. And then I don't know. To me, it's like, like you said, that you keep apologizing, apologizing, and it's not going to mean anything mm -hmm. when you really are sorry about something that did happen. Right. And then I've also been in the position where um, I, or people, okay, there was one person that would apologize for everything all the time, and I'd be like, what the heck are you apologizing for? I don't understand. Like, what? There's no problem. And yeah. it was constantly, like, she needed that reassurance 
that everything was okay and i'm like why did i say that something was wrong like and then then she would apologize for even saying anything and it's like why are you acting like you're scared of me my goodness like what am i gonna do to you i think everybody's scared of you girl (laughs) i'm just saying no i'm just kidding but really what am i gonna i think okay i get it like i have this okay the way i carry myself whatever but like really what am i gonna do to y'all well well, I don't know. I mean, you might go after us. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but then you said the other day, y'all, you girls didn't need to behave because I can't be taking care of y'all anymore. I'm getting, I'm getting up there like an age. And yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I can't mm-hmm. be fighting no more, y'all, because yeah. them hits hurt now. Like, they do. You know? <laughs> I think it's, I think because it's, the, like you said, you carry yourself, the way you carry yourself. And what is it that that face that we make like RBF, RBF, right? And I'm like, <laughs> and her people are like, "Are you mad?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "You sure?" Like, you should smile more. And I'm like, "Why?" You should get out of my face. <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Why do I have to smile?" And they're like, "Oh, because you got a nice smile." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't feel like smiling right now." Yeah, and they're like, that. "Well, you look See, mad. You're worse than me, man. At least uh, I'll smile. I, I won't do all that." It depends who it's for. It depends. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but no, it's like. People tell me that they're like you're mad, or, or I tend to do this thing with your eyebrows, like you know oh, how yeah. it gets wrinkly up. Yes. Yeah, but uh, it's like, but it's just out of habit. Like I don't know why I do that, but people <laughs> are like, "Are you mad?" And I'm like, "No," and they're like, "Okay," and they're like, "Man," or they're I'm not approachable. Yeah, you know that's what they say, and I'm like, well, I'm op- <laughs> total the opposite of that, you know. But it, you know, like you said, yeah. it's our faces or the way we present ourselves. We tend to like. Yep, looks scary. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to apologize um, for having to bring up something in, you know, in your relationship. That's the thing that that would make me feel scary. Like, if there was an issue, it wouldn't get brought up, or it was like, "Well, I'm sorry to bring this up. Why are you sorry to bring it up? You know, just let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's sort it out. Let's do what we gotta do, and work it out." But if, but because I've dealt with with somebody that just would not tell me when they had issues with me, and then the minute that I brought up something that I didn't like, it was like boom, 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 boom. Well, I don't like all of these things about you. Or it was like, well, you do that to me too. Well, where did that come from? Why did you hold like, it back? <laughs> oh, bro, no, why don't you tell me when it happened? Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm not gonna sit there and be like, okay, well, which day was it? Especially because he had a better memory than me. Because if he asked me, like, if I if I use the same line, like, will you do that to me? Be like, when did I do it to you? And I'll be like, damn, I can't even remember yesterday, bro. Same, like, same. <laughs> so it would remember. be a, a lost cause for me. Like, no. You can't back yourself up. No, I can't, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a bad memory. I need to help me with that. I, so do I. It's so bad. Maybe I'll do an episode on how to build up your memory. <laughs> exactly. Like, you walk to the kitchen. Like, I'll walk to the kitchen because I know I was going to get something in the middle of the, like, halfway. I'm like. What was I coming to get? I can't. And then if I can't remember that, much less am I going to remember somebody doing something to me. Forget it. Yeah. So we need to stop apologizing so much. Yeah, um, definitely. And learn. We got to learn. You know, apologies have a time and a place. When something merits an apology, by all means, do it. You know, as long as you're not sacrificing your confidence, your self-respect, as long as there is a, a healthy relationship going on. And that person also um, is is willing to accomplish the same goal as you, which is apology is necessary so that our relationship can grow and move forward in a positive manner. Right. You know, so we have to be more mindful 
of how we communicate our apologies and also understand that when a sorry is involved, it doesn't always um, mean that the other person is going to be okay with you either. You know, sometimes we feel that way. And the, the better we get at having that discernment of when an apology is necessary and when it isn't, then that increases the mutual respect as well. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because if you're not apologizing for who you are, um, that gives me the opportunity to accept you for who you are. Yeah, it's true to be yourself. And yeah. definitely like what you were saying that um, the whole being the healthy relationship, you have to be able to tell that other person how you feel mm-hmm. and vice versa. Cause yeah. that, that creates a healthy relationship because then you ball it up. It, of course, you know, mm-hmm. it's not healthy. And it just one day you'll just explode, you right, know? Right, yeah. And that's where things can... And things are said that mm-hmm. you're going to regret. Exactly. And hurtful things are said. Because mm-hmm. once I pop off, you know, my words can be, you know, they can be pretty mean. And so I try not to get to that place. Yeah, that's true. So. I can't, I don't know if I can... I haven't yet been, I don't know if I've ever been mean. Like, I don't, I think I've blown up before maybe once or twice, but um, that's like, I think I'm guilty of holding things back too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cause, but then again, it's because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Right. And that's how I am. And I'm like, oh, uh, and then I'm like, well, if I say it, then I'm, I said, and I'll do it. And it starts off with I'm sorry. Yeah. And I hate that because I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is how I feel. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I saying sorry? Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to say how I feel. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just trying to tell you and be real with you. But there was no need for me to say I'm sorry. And I do that. Yeah. So. I, I know I do that, too. When it when we have to have, like, tough conversations. Mm-hmm. It's like, jeez. And then if I know they're kind of like gonna feel some type of way but it's like i have to tell you how i feel i have to tell you you know like if something really bothers me i have to tell you because if not you're gonna keep doing it and then i'm gonna resent you for it even though i never told you that that bothered me right that's true and that's not fair to either one of us no it's not all right so we want to be polite right that's just yeah we want to be polite so if we learn how to communicate with people in a positive way and keep that mutual respect, um, they give us some tips on how to stop saying sorry so much, right? Or too much really is the problem. I need to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) So one of them is, um, you know, to pause before you apologize. So before you even start saying you're sorry, pause and ask yourself this. Have I actually done anything wrong here? Yeah, that's true. So if we do that, if we learn to do that, every time we feel guilty and we just feel like we have to apologize, if we stop before we even say, I'm sorry, before we even say that, if we stop and I'm like, did I actually do something wrong? Hmm. And if it's no, then why are you going to apologize? Yeah, there's no need to. I think I'm going to start doing that, start thinking about like, um, okay, this is what I want to say, but let me think about, you know, am, yeah. I, am I guilty of this or do, is there, is it necessary for me to say, I'm sorry before I start this? But <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I think I say that, like we were talking about, like, 
I'm sorry, but this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think because you're afraid to get the, get back the reply and say, well, this is how I feel. Um, or, well, you're wrong to feel that way. Because mm-hmm. I've been told that before, yes. too. Like, well, you shouldn't feel that way. Well, no. Well, what about this? You know, what, what about the time that you did this? And right. I'm like, okay. So that's why I say I'm sorry because um, I guess I'm trying to be get ahead of myself. And like, what if I am guilty of something or what if I am wrong feeling this way? Mm-hmm. So And, and then because uh, the other person you can feel, okay, sometimes you're put in that position where you have to say sorry to that person because it is an abusive relationship because you already know they're going to come at you. Right. The minute that you share something that is important, something that you're feeling that you know they're not going to prove of, you begin with I'm sorry because of the maybe the retaliation or the comeback that you're going to receive right that is going to attack you as a person for feeling the way you feel you're going to take it so personal and you're going to get hurt by that yes and no one should tell you how you feel exactly ever Ever. so if it's still hard for you to resist the urge to say no um, to not apologize after you ask yourself, did I do anything wrong? And you know that the answer is no, but you're still tempted to apologize. Then think like this. If I didn't do something wrong here, do I want people to think that I did? No, definitely not. Because if you know you didn't do anything wrong, then you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So ask yourself those two questions. If you're still having trouble. Oh, God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's it's become such a habit and... I don't, like you said, I'm just too, I don't know, maybe empathetic about that, too compassionate and too feeling, you know, sorry for somebody else and everybody else except for me. Yeah, no, you got to treat yourself good. Yeah. You know, you got to treat yourself as good as you treat other people. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I have learned because I have done it too many times and have mistreated myself and treated other people good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hold on, wait a minute. What am I, chopped liver? And it's not anybody treating me that way. I'm doing it to myself. Girl, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. That's, I'm so guilty of that. Because I think about everybody else before me, and I think that's just being humble. But you got to know the difference of yeah. being humble and just people-pleasing. You know, there's yeah. there's a difference between there the two. Is. Yes. And you, it's okay to think for yourself first and put yourself first and take care of yourself first, you know, because that's who matters. You matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So one of the other things is like, you know, what we're talking about, I'm sorry, I have to tell you this, whatnot. So expressing your compassion in a different way. So actually changing your words instead of saying, I'm sorry that I have to tell you this Mm -hmm. or have to talk about this, like um, any difficult emotions that you have to share instead of constantly apologizing in the relationship. So instead say something like, I know it's tough to hear blah, 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 blah. That's a good example. You know? And then also, um, when they're having to express themselves, you, you also, you, instead of saying, I'm sorry, that, it's like, you can always tell me when you're upset. Instead of saying, I'm sorry that I make you feel like this when I say this. It's like, hey, you can always tell me when you're upset. And okay. And then you take it from there. But instead of apologizing, I mean, if, if an apology is merited, apologize. Right. But don't just constantly begin to apologize or when you're trying to express compassion, don't, you don't have to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're feeling this or I'm sorry that you're going through this. It's, I know that's tough to hear. 
and say what you got to say. That's true. I got to practice that. Uh, you and me both. I don't know. <laughs> the other thing is know your triggers. So this is going to be the challenge for the week, too. Good so, one, good one. Yeah, it is. So know your triggers. So you're going to have to do a brainstorming session. Write at least 10 things that make you want to apologize. For example, bumping into a stranger um, or asking someone to do something for you, like those kind of things. And I'm going to give you some examples on that. Um, so for each of those things, like if you bumped into a stranger right. or, I mean, y'all bumped into each other. Like, I mean, I get it. Maybe both of you will say sorry to each other or whatever. But it says, how about instead you say, hey, um, oh, here, let me step aside for right. you. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just, I'm sorry. Here, let me step aside for you. You know, now if you just like crash into somebody with your cart because you weren't paying attention, you better apologize. <laughs> I know, right? That is your fault because you weren't paying attention. Exactly. But you know, there's another word for sorry. It's like my bad. Now they say that a lot now. It's like That's my bad. True. And I'm like, I remember the first time I heard that. I'm like, who says that? But then now <laughs> everybody, everybody now. But that's when it first came out. And, I, and I, it was a kid that like a teenager. I bumped like example. I bumped into him at the store and he's like, oh, my bad. And I'm like. What? You know, like, and I'm like, I guess that's another way of saying I'm sorry, but that was an experience. Yeah, so that's going to be our challenge this week, and I'll, I'll remind us at the end, but we're going to have to do a brainstorming session, write 10 things down that you want to apologize for, and then you're going to, for each one of those things, think of something you could say instead of saying, I'm sorry. So that's going to take some time to think about. Do they share that on your page? Do they, can they do that? I can. I can put it in the show notes. Yeah. I can put the challenge. That would definitely be good, notes. like, to hear from other people and, you know, to hear from you guys to know that yeah. this is what you go through and you're not alone because mm-hmm. that we all do it. Um, and I think that's something that would be good to... Um, it would help all, all of us. Yeah. It would, it would help, like... Um, Come up with different ideas yes. on how to change the way we exactly express ourselves. I mean, you can even put out, you're like, this is what I think, you know, uh-huh, your yeah. opinion, that's great. Right. But I think when you write those things down, you kind of like a sense of relief. You like release that, that, what do you, what is the word? Um, oh, what do I want to say? Like you release that tension or you release that, you know, that holding back that you've been doing. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. It would be good, guys. You're able to vent. Exactly, vent and let it out. (laughs) Exactly. But definitely you guys need to, like, post something. It would be awesome to hear from you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can can post, like, an image or something, and and we can, you know, try to have a conversation. Yeah, because we want to make, you know, we want to know. We want to know what's going on with you guys and just, you know, what's up. And what y'all want to talk about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So, um... Yeah, so here, let me step aside for you instead of saying, sorry, I'll get out of your way, like if you're in a crowded area or whatnot. And then uh, also phrase your questions carefully. So there's no need to over-apologize when you need clarification. I know sometimes when I don't understand something, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Can you repeat that again? Or I'm sorry, I'm not getting it. Yeah. So instead of saying that, then you could say, could you please say a bit more so... Could you, could you say a little bit more because so that I can understand instead exactly. of I'm sorry. Hey, could you say a little bit more of what you're trying to tell me because I'm not getting it. Yeah, you that, know that's a perfect example. And you can only do that honestly though. What sucks is you can only do that with people that respect you and and can communicate. 
Because there's some that are just be jerks and and call you stupid because you're asking for clarification. I know. So there's no such thing as a dumb question. Well, I don't know about that, but well, still. <laughs> well, that's what the that's what the teachers say. Uh, yeah, you're right, but you know, you know. There are some that it's like, what? Did you just ask me that? <laughs> they probably keep that in their but, mind. Yeah, let's just, okay, let's just be mindful. We'll be nice, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, oh, or, or you can also say, can you, can you please help me understand this better? Maybe by using an example. So you're not making yourself feel stupid. You're, you're saying like, hey, I need clarification. Exactly. I'm trying to understand what you're saying. I care enough. To try to understand what you're saying. So I'm going to need you to elaborate more. I'm going to need you to use an example so that I can get it. Right. That's true. Especially me sometimes. Like when I'm tired or just distracted, it's like I have to like focus. And then it's like if I'm tired, exhausted, my brain takes a little bit to understand what you're saying. <laughs> no, I think that's for everybody. Like, I don't know. Mm. Just tired. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to think. Don't make me think anymore. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. So another one, too, is turning apologies into gratitude. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? But when they give an example, I understand. So sometimes we feel like we have to apologize for people doing nice things for us or when they have to do something for us. Um, like, let's say right now people get sick with the virus and they can't go anywhere and they have to ask family members to buy them groceries or whatnot because they're quarantined or whatever. Sometimes people will feel they'll apologize like i'm sorry i'm inconveniencing you to do this for me so yeah. instead of saying i'm sorry you had to run those errands for me or something like that instead you're gonna say i'm so grateful you did me this favor oh yeah that's and just good. be okay with that yeah that's a good one um, i was gonna say um i am not guilty of that one no <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like i tell my brother hey can you go put the lights up on my patio and he's like okay and i'm like and i'll never say sorry about that and that's funny but you know but i i mean i i think there's been times i have but i am not guilty of that i can tell you, you don't that feel guilty for nah. somebody helping you out i mean i'll say thank you and i appreciate right, it yeah. you know but like asking them i don't say i'm sorry i said can you do this which i i'm think i'm more that way than me saying oh, i'm sorry to ask you this you know i, I have think, i've done that though yeah but not i'm not consistent on that i know that i can find myself being prideful and asking for help yes. and i hate it and i'm like i'm sorry that i'm having to ask you to do this for me yes that's and true so this one for me is big really? i'm gonna have to be like i'm so grateful you did did me this favor exactly because that was just something the way we grew up it was like you just handle your business don't be asking people to do favors for you because then you're gonna owe them blah, blah blah and i don't feel like i owe people honestly i've gotten better at allowing people to do things for me but I truly feel that men also probably struggle with this one a lot more. Oh, yeah, It's they asking do. for help and not feeling guilty for allowing someone to help them. I think because they're men and they feel like they should be able to do it by themselves. Yeah. You know, but that's not, a, that's not the case. You know, there's nothing wrong with asking for help. You right. Know? So. And then, too, because some people will see them weaker if they ask for help. Exactly. So it's one of those double-edged swords like mm -hmm. you damned if you do damned if you don't exactly but we need to change that mm -hmm. because here's what happens though like men if you don't let us help you like then we feel like we're not being useful we're not being helpful that is so you know? me that is so me i don't like that like yeah. if, if i want to do something for you let me do it just mm -hmm. let me do it please i know that's how it is with 
my other half, like I tell him, I was like, well, I'm going to do this for you. Because he does a lot for me. So uh-huh. you try to return the favor. Even though I can't do a lot of things that he can for me, I was like, oh, I can do this for you. Or I can make you, um, like, a, he loves my chicken salad sandwich. So yeah. I make that. I'm like, oh, me, no, and, you know, take that and whatever. And he's like, no, you do too much for me. And I'm like, I don't even do half of what you do for mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah. And so you feel bad and you feel like, you said, it's like, um, okay, I'm not doing enough or you for that person right see because it's gonna do two things like when you say something like i'm so grateful you did this for me you feel good because you're not feeling guilty that you allowed someone to do something for you and the other person feels good that they had the opportunity to do something for you that's my mom because my mom my mom and my dad do a lot for me as well and i'm like oh mom you shouldn't have to do like we go to store i'm like i get my stuff she gets her stuff and she's like no i'll pay for it i'm like no mom i got it like you know but uh-huh. she always wants you know because you're still their kid yeah right? you know yeah. oh yeah always. always yeah yes. and so they're like want to do stuff for you but they do so much and it's like you can't you feel like i can't do enough for them because they're always gonna overachieve me yeah. or over you know so I feel bad about that too, but I mean I'm grateful, and that's something I need to change and yeah. say that I am grateful. Yes. But I always say thank you, mom, like for everything. Right. You know, yeah. I always do tell her that. So. Yes, you do. You have really good parents. But I do say sorry when it when I see the bill. I'm like, oh, mom, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 you know. But yeah. Because you're you have your specific things, Deb. Like I'm just so like when I see all your stuff, I'm like, she's just so organized. And me, I'm like all over the place. Well, you can't see the bit second bedroom. It's kind of messy. <laughs> <laughs> right now. I try. I try my best. Oh my gosh. I have to stay organized and then if it's not and I get so frustrated. Yeah, I hear you on that. Cause right now my room's a mess and I it frustrates me. So I need to because I spend a lot of time in my room studying and then the podcasting, I really need to clean it up because then it just feels like a stress, you know. It it becomes part of your list and you're like, Oh I gotta do this yes. too, you know, it's like and oh, I can't thank focus you. and then I procrastinate. Yeah. That's me. It's a vicious cycle. That's like when you asked me what I did during the week. I didn't do. I'm at work, <laughs> yeah, but at home, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. And I got things to do at home, but I'm like, no, I'm all right. No, there's some days I just don't. I wish I just didn't do anything. No, well, there's days I don't even. Up. I don't even like. There's days that I don't even like make dinner. I'm like, I'm just gonna eat a bowl of cereal. <laughs> You're like, good. Right. All right. So I don't know. Is there anything else that you would like to add, Deb, to this topic? Oh, I think that um, we that everybody should make that list. I, I encourage everybody yes. to make that list because I think that's going to help you vent and then um, change your words. Think about, you know, what you're going to say, what you're going to express. Right. Think about it before you say the word, yes. I'm sorry, because definitely you should not have to apologize for how you feel. Yes. And then, um, but yeah, definitely share on the voice of V and, you know, express, you know, your 10 things yeah. um, that you know because we'd love to hear you from you guys get that right. feedback so that way maybe we could do another episode mm-hmm. um relating to this or getting the feedback what we got from from you guys or your listeners so that would be awesome to hear from you Absolutely. so look at you yeah definitely I, my, I found my person that's going to promote my podcast oh yeah girl, i got your back i got your back <laughs> it is it's like you love that feedback you know yeah, you want to hear from you people really and then you can and it touches us, but it also touches you because you know that somebody out there is listening to yes, you. Yes, exactly. And the whole thing is, okay, so like, let's say you don't want to share all 10 things, but because 10 things is a lot. True. But when you write it down on paper, 
and then you have a response and you look at that the next time you get into that situation you'll remember what you wrote down and you'll think about responding in that different way and then also not only that like it would be good like yes write your 10 things but pick one that you do the most like the unnecessary apology that one thing that you unnecessarily apologize for focus on that one this week on changing that one at least one you know yeah. I know I'm going to do that. So that's the challenge for the week, y'all. Don't be slacking off. You know, this is good for you. And I, and I do get I do get some people that inbox me and they tell me, hey, man, I started thinking about this and I'm doing this. And, and sometimes they'll even ask me like, well, okay, so how did you figure out what you like and what you don't like? And it was one of those things like, dang, I had to stop and think about it. Though. True. Which is good for me because then it makes me think like, okay, well, how did I do it? Because... When you get to certain, you know, uh, different, different steps in the progress, you can kind of like forget like, oh, wait, how did I get here? And it made me stop. It made me pause and appreciate how far I've come. And then I was also able to just help. And it was like, I don't have a formula. I, it was trial and error, like, oh, let me try this. And it was like, oh, I hate this. I don't like it. And then I was like, okay, let me try this. And, oh, I really like this. Why have I not been doing this? And then I figured out that there were some things I was doing that I really didn't like. So yeah. now I'm like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. And that's true. That's like you, when some people ask you, what are the things you like and what are things you dislike? And you're like, man, I yeah. get stomped. Like, yes. I'm like, A lot of people do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Because you have to think about it. Like, well, yep. what do I really like? And what are the things I really don't like? You know? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, hmm. Yep. All right. Um, Deb, you got any shout outs or anything? Uh, shout out to my significant other because he's probably, I don't know if he's going to listen to it. He's going to be like, why did you talk about me? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you know how Get that over is. it, bro. Yeah, shout out to my parents because they're awesome. Yes. Better, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to your mama. And Thank my, you for supporting me. Yeah, definitely. She's always like, Debra, share it on Facebook so I can <laughs> click on the link. I'm like, oh, okay, mom. Okay. I love her. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm going to do shout out to all the daughters out there. It was National Daughters Day that yesterday. That is right. My bad. I didn't post anything. But Brie, you know what's up, baddie? You know what's up? I neither did. <laughs> I didn't post anything. And my daughter-in-law, too. She's my daughter, too. I love her. And um, my goddaughters, too. Happy National Daughters Day. Um, even if you don't know, you have impacted my life in different ways, all of you. And so I love you guys for that. Especially you, Brie. You're such a baddie, girl. When I grow up, I want to be like you. Oh, I love her. (laughs) Girl, she don't play. No, she don't. I think sometimes she's the mom and you're the daughter. Seriously. (laughs) You know, but she says, you know, that I taught her a lot of things. So I'm like, all right, girl, I did something right. Exactly. Get it, boo. (laughs) I think that's why she's tough. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Learn from you. Yeah. But at least she has that balance. So the good thing about her is that she is not afraid to express her needs. Definitely. And that was an area that I have grown in like before I did it. So anyways, let me think. Any other shout outs? So you know what I'm going to do? Shout out to Roger P. No Flex Radio. Uh, I think we're going to collaborate on something soon or just do an episode. And of course, my guys, Cup Joe with Dre. Um, always keeping it real, getting on my nerves sometimes, but I love you guys. You know what I'm gonna do? Shout out to Latino Happy Hour. I listen to them guys and they crack me up, y'all. Every Friday morning I listen to them and I'm just laughing. So if really? you're if you're a Latino, you can relate to them. You know, um 
one they live they're from cali and then the other ones live in minnesota or something but still they're you know it's some mexicanos and the stuff they talk about i'm like laughing my butt off at my desk and you know people are like what are you laughing i'm like don't worry about it don't worry about it <laughs> i gotta listen to it's that my time you know like it's just it's hilarious so shout out to them guys i they don't listen to my podcast but maybe one day they will so shout out to them <laughs> yeah i gotta listen to that then anything that's Latino is awesome. Yeah, it's always yeah. funny. There's a lot of things. And yeah, to all of you, it's National Latino Heritage Month. Definitely. So celebrate your Latinoness, your sexiness, your spiciness. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Um, that's how we are. That's how we roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Shout out to all my shorties out there. Y'all keeping it real. And uh, just all my friends and family, thanks for your support. And we are out. And just like that, we wrap up another episode of Voice of V. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And the podcast can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. This is your girl V, and I'm out.